Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. We're going to answer two questions. So you have to answer one of these two questions. Number one, what path are your feet traveling on? What path are they on? Are you following God or are you not following God? You have to answer that yourself, just to yourself. Number two, will this path that you're on get you to your desired end? It's been calculated that if you reach 50 years of age, you'll have used your feet to travel over 75,000 miles. That's the equivalent of three times around the earth. Wow. Well, before you wear yourself out, or maybe you have already, it's time to evaluate a couple of things. Is the route that you take crooked or straight? Is it a crowded highway or a lonely road? Today, we'll learn that to do life right, we need to think about the path we're on. Proverbs 16.25 says, There's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all this information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now let's join Pastor Mark in the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26 for part one of our message entitled, Happy Healthy Feet. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. As you look at this passage, we're going to speak tonight about our feet. Happy, healthy feet. Say that with me. Happy, healthy feet. We're going to call that tonight HHF, because we're going to go through it a lot. Say it with me. HHF. Happy, healthy feet. Well, interesting in the Bible, the Bible speaks about our feet. Did you know that by the time you're 50, if some of you make it, you will have walked or run or whatever on your feet 75,000 miles, the equivalent of three times around the globe. No wonder our feet hurt. The Bible speaks about feet 261 times, and it's addressing our spiritual feet tonight. I want to give you five keys as we go through our passage tonight to happy, healthy, spiritual feet, or H-H-F. Verse 23, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life, for it affects everything you do. You know we've been there for a few weeks. Our heart is the control center of our lives. It's where everything is made, and from that it affects our mouth, our eyes, and this week... What kind of feet? There you go. That's what's going to happen if the heart is right. So that's what we'll see as we move through. 
A heart for God, a heart for God results in happy, healthy feet. Here's our first point tonight. Number one, start walking with Jesus on the right path. You can't have happy, healthy feet unless you're walking with God. Proverbs 4.26, take a look at it. You're right there. The wisest man in the world says this, Make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. You see, our feet represent our conduct, the way we live life. And God made your feet and my feet to follow him. In the New King James, I put up on the overhead for you. I like the way it says that first part of the verse better. It says it this way. Ponder the path of your feet. Ponder or consider or examine the path that your feet are on. So I think there's something important to do. And every single one of us need to do this right now. So every single person that's here, we're going we're gonna to ponder for a minute. We're going to do exactly what the wisest man in the Bible said to do. And, and we're going to answer two questions. So you have to answer one of these two questions. Number one, what path are your feet traveling on? What path are they on? Are you following God or are you not following God? You have to answer that yourself, just to yourself. Number two, will this path that you're on get you to your desired end? In other words, two simple questions. Take a look at your feet. How are you walking? You're either walking with God or you're walking away from God. Second, the path that you're on, when it comes to the end, will you get to where you want to go? You see, that's the question. Well, how many paths are there? Take your Bible, hold there in Proverbs, and flip back to the book of Matthew, right at the beginning of the New Testament. Matthew chapter 7. Now, I don't have time to go into depth on this passage tonight. It's a great passage, but I'm just going to pick one of the areas out and show you what Jesus is teaching. Now, Jesus is teaching here, and he gives us a very simple decision, a very simple outline of how to make the decision or answer the questions that I just gave you. Matthew 7, verse 13. Jesus says this, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. Or you might just want to put there hell. And many enter through it. Verse 14, contrasting verse. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life. You might want to put there heaven. And only a few find it. So according to Jesus, there's four contrasts there. I'm only really going to talk about one. Another time we'll come back. There's two gates, wide and narrow. There's no other gate. In other words, to get on the road of life, there's only two gates. One is wide, one is narrow. Second, when you get on the road of life, the path of life, there's only two paths. There's the narrow one, which we'll see in some of our passages tonight is called straight. And there's the broad one. 
and you'll see tonight, it's called sometimes crooked. Notice, there's only two roads. There's not a middle road. There's either a road that's narrow or a road that's broad. Number three, the people traveling through the gate and on the crowd are put together in two groups. There's two crowds. There's those that are many, and there's those that are few. And last, at the end of one of those two paths, each one of those has a destination. So there's only two destinations. Destruction and life, or if you rather, hell and heaven. Now notice there are no other alternatives. Those are the two, destruction and life. Notice Jesus doesn't say at the end of this road, you come back and try again. Jesus also doesn't say at the end of this road, there is nothing. You just stop breathing, you put in the ground, you turn to worms, and that's it. No, there's a destination, either life or destruction, which is eternal destination. Now, everybody is born on one road. We're all born on the broad road. We're all born in sin. Every single person is born on that road. It's the broad road. As we move through there, there will come a time when God will give you an opportunity to go through a gate, to take a choice. And we talked to you tonight that the gate is really either narrow or wide. Now, I'll come back to this in a moment, but the narrow gate is Jesus Christ. The narrow gate is Jesus Christ. John 14, 6. Jesus says this, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one, no one comes to the Father or God except through me. You can also write another verse you can study this week, John chapter 10, verse 9 where Jesus speaks about him being the gate again. The wide gate is every other way. In other words, it simply means religion. Doing it my way. Just doing it your way. So, when you take a look at that, remember that God has designed a gate. There's only one gate. There's only one way off this road. Only one. Now, I want you to look at a survey that was just done on the American Online this week. I don't belong to that, but somebody emailed it to me, and one of the things I was looking at, and I loved it wonderful. It's called the Heaven Survey. They asked these people on AOL this question, how do you get to heaven? Look at the response. This is in America on AOL. 63% believe that living a good life will get you to heaven. Here's the next. 30%, I don't know what happened to the other seven, I guess they have no comment, uh, 30% believe that having a personal relationship with Jesus gets you there. Here's the next question they ask. How many of you believe you will be there? 90%. 90% of the people who took this poll, 90% said they're going to heaven. Now, are some of those 90% going to be surprised? Happily? Will they have happy feet? No, they will not have happy feet. And sometimes we kind of laugh, ah, big deal. I want you to think seriously as we go through. So we have a problem in that you're going to see another verse, and I won't ask you to turn to Proverbs because I'm trying to do this fairly quickly for you tonight. But look at Proverbs 16, 25. It's on the overhead for you. 
it says this, There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. So Satan has blinded the people to think that the gate is any gate. You can use anything to get to God. All roads lead to God. You've heard it. Basically, most people agree that just being good enough will get you there. Now, the problem is, that's not true. We already saw tonight that there's a gate, and the only way you can get to heaven, the only way you and I can see God, the only way you and I can get rid of our sins is to go through that gate, have a personal relationship with the person called Jesus Christ. Now, remember, there's only two destinations, heaven and hell. So, you see... We're all born in sin. The wages of sin is death. A person who is on that road, our neighbors, our friends, the person next door to you, some of our relatives, some of my relatives, if they do nothing, they will end up where they don't want to end up. That's a sobering thought. Do nothing. Put it out of your mind. The other ones that are confused are trying to do good. But doing good doesn't get us through the narrow gate. You see, people all say all the time, well, your Christianity is too narrow. I didn't design it. God did. And he's the one, he's the creator. He set the rules. There is only a narrow gate, and it's Jesus Christ. But here's the good news. On this walk of life, when God gives us an opportunity here at the gate, what's going to happen? You have a choice. If you choose Jesus Christ, if you have a personal relationship with him, you change your outcome. You'll end up here in heaven. That is the only way you will get to heaven. If you try to substitute church, communion, good works, giving money, keeping the Ten Commandments, whatever you want to substitute there, you can it is not the right gate. There's only one gate, and it's a narrow gate, and it's the person, Jesus Christ. So remember that. Now, so if I'm going to have happy, healthy feet, or HHF, at that point in the road, which way do I want to go? I want to go like we did last week. I want to go with Jesus. I want to admit my need. We'll give some of you an opportunity at the end. That puts me on a road toward heaven. Now, we're going to come to the second key. Turn to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 10. The second key is, now the rest of this teaching is for everybody that's on the road to heaven. So if you're not on the road to heaven yet, hang on because we'll give you a chance at the end of the service, but here's what your life is going to be like. See, when you get on that road to heaven, you just don't sit back and go, oh, cool, I'm on the road to heaven. There's lots of things that are involved in our life, and let's take a look at some of them. Point number two is to listen to and obey God's Word. Once we have this personal relationship with Jesus Christ, our feet are placed on the right path. We have our feet on the right path, and they're going to be happy, healthy feet as we do these things. Now, what are we on this road to be like? Two things quickly. To become more like Jesus and to extend His kingdom. We're to become more like him and invite people, make people aware of the gate, make them aware that if they do nothing, 
They're going to end up where they don't want to end up. And so we're to do that. And while we're doing that, we're to be more like Jesus. Look at what Proverbs 4.10 says. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. Verse 11. I guide you, what? In the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. The Bible provides the ultimate goal, which is heaven. The Bible provides the path to that goal or the gate, which we told you already is Jesus Christ. And then the Bible gives us all we need, all the principles, all the power to stay on that road. That's why after you become a Christian, the word of God is so valuable. Look at Psalm 119.59. I have considered my ways and have turned my steps to your statues. So God guides our steps by his word. That's why we study the word of God. So when we're here tonight, and some of you are new to fellowship, new to the church, you, you wonder why we're, we just go through the Word and why we're turning all these verses and why we read these things. What does that have to do with anything? This tells us how to walk on the road of life in every aspect of your life, from a preteen to a teenager to going to college and getting a job and getting married and having children and how to die and how to be a good boss. You, you name it, it's here. So... As I listen to God's word and obey it, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight, I have eventually HHF, which is? That's right. We have happy, healthy feet. Now, if I'm not in the word of God, if I'm not obeying God's word, it will affect my walk. It will affect your feet. And... I want to tell you tonight, you won't have happy feet. And that's why we go through the word verse by verse and verse by verse and going through it because we ponder it, we consider our ways, we, we look tonight, and some of you are going to see that principle very importantly right here as we come to point number three. Number three is make sure all our steps are effective and efficient. Are effective and efficient. Turn back to the New Testament Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. If we are doing what we should be doing as a Christian, our feet will do what the feet of Jesus did while he lived here. We are called Christians. So our feet will do those things that Jesus did. We have a great little summary in just one verse, in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, of what Jesus did, how he ministered. Let's look at it. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil. In other words, God is always greater than Satan because God was with him. Now notice back up in that verse, he went around doing good. How did Jesus get around? Did he drive his moped, his car? He got around what? 
with happy, healthy feet. Everywhere he went, except for the few times he might have ridden a donkey or whatever, he, he went with his feet. And when he went, he did good. Very simple question, just for you to stop for a moment. Just think about it. This last week, where your feet have carried you, did you do good? You see, if we're going to be like Jesus, our feet are going to carry us to places, and we're going to be able to impact and touch people's lives. Were your feet effective and efficient in doing that? Now, Jesus was able to do it because he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. We talked a few weeks ago that I can't change the words that come out of my mouth. I can't really guard my eyes. And that's first my what? My heart is ready. Because out of that stream, everything flows from the heart. So I can't have my feet being effective and going doing the things that God wants unless my heart is right. So how can my heart get right? Well, I have to have that anointing and that power of God in my life. Notice it says, Jesus went everywhere and did all those things. Look at the last couple of words in that verse. Because what? God was with him. That's what Christianity is. It's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not religion. It's not this form. You don't come in, clock in tonight over here, put your little card in, click, click. I did it for the week, threw my buck in the thing, and I'm out of here for the week. It's not that. It's personal. It's 24-7. We've talked about that many times. And so Jesus did it. I can only do it if I also have God's power operating my life. Now look at Proverbs 23, 19. It says this. Listen, my son, and be wise, and keep your heart on the right path. There we are again. The heart is tied in with my what? My feet. So I have to keep my heart right for my feet to go to the right places. As you and I understand that tonight, our feet will absolutely only go in the right path if what? Our heart is right. And a heart getting right gets right because of this, the Word of God in our lives. And that's why we're going through it tonight, because our hearts will stay soft and open and ready to go into the things of God's Word. Now, turn with me quickly to Ephesians. We're moving back. Acts, just keep going to the right. Ephesians chapter 5. I want you to see some very interesting things as we get there. Now, some of us won't like these verses, but they're very important for us. Ephesians 5, verse 15. It says this, Be very careful, then, how you live. Right by that word live, you can put the word walk, because that's what it means. Be very careful, then, how you walk. Well, how should I walk? Well, there's only two ways. Lots of pairs tonight. Unwise or wise. We just learned a heart for God results in happy, healthy feet. Pastor Mark taught that our feet represent our conduct, the way we live life, and that God made our feet to follow Him. He also said we should question what path we are on and if we know where we'll end up. If, after prayerful consideration, you've discovered you're going the wrong way, it's not too late. Consult God. He'll guide you right back to Him, one step at a time. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Mark will continue to go through this series in the next edition of Lessons for Living. 
To add today's message to your study library, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. The cost for each CD is $5, and that includes shipping. Again, to place an order for a CD, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. Now here's Josh with today's message number and title. Thanks. The message number from today's broadcast is 4015. And the title of this message is Happy Healthy Feet. Again, today's message number is 4015. And the title of this message is Happy Healthy Feet. Now, our next message on Lessons for Living will move us another step closer to understanding what happy, healthy feet really look like on a Christian. In this day and age, time is of the essence, and once we've received our marching orders, it's time to advance. We'll discover that there's a right way and a wrong way in moving forward with God's plan. Until then, remember, there's no time to waste because the days are evil. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue sharing with us from the book of Proverbs. That's next time on Lessons for Living. Here